hey, hey. It's Oak Island Day. It is. It's Oak Island Day. What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to Could It Be, an Oak Island pregame. That's right. Sorry, we're, we're, we're a couple minutes late here. Let's get our stuff shared. We are your hosts. Oh, yeah. Deidre and Dustin White. Yay! What's up? Yay! What's up? All right, so people are starting to filter in. We don't have the comment thing up, or do we? There we go. There it is. All right, what is up? Hi, Anne. So good to see you. Susan's here. Jacqueline, Dana, Connie. So good to see you guys. Jan is in the house over on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, we got Galia here. Susan's here. Hey, hello, everybody. Um, As you might notice, um, a very important person is not quite here yet. Tony, our guest, is. Busy like doing some heroic stuff out on the ocean. Oh my gosh, Tony! All right, you tell. Okay, I'll bring up my little uh, conversation. And I'm and I'm gonna say hello to Philip, Paul, Cindy. What's up? Sound. Uh, Can you guys hear us? Sound. Can Can you you hear hear us? us? Check check. Check check. Hello, hello, Michelle. So good to see you, Uh, Denise, Tara, Amy over on YouTube. What's up? Good to see you guys. Can you hear us? See here. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Tina. Okay. They're saying yes to hear us. Yes, yes. Good. We're probably just uh, playing catch up there. Yeah. How? Hey, uh, our we have two Connies in the house. Yeah. So what's up to both Connies now? Hi, hi. Hello, hello, Linda. What's up, Seth? Um, Kevin. What's up? Good to see you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Barb. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Amisha. Hello. Uh, we are here to chat with Tony when he gets here. Is that is that yeah. the case? So if, if he gets here, if he so gets here, we all know Tony has heroic acts. Like you know, last time he saved a person, and then he just what he does. You know, he's Tony. Um, who knows? Maybe he's in the Oak Island Triangle right now. But perhaps. So we had planned to have Tony on, and we were actually going to have Maddie on, but Maddie was occupied with a fundraising event, mm. and he had a message for us to give Tony. So hopefully Tony will pop in. Still get to join us. So he's yeah. gonna pop in if he as soon as he gets back, or even if he's able. Yeah. If not, we will have to reschedule for next week, uh, which we already talked about. Um, At this point, as far as we know, Tony will be here, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Maybe he'll slide in late. Yeah. So um, while you're gathering your thoughts, I need to say hi to Boki. What is up, Boki? Good to see you, man. Um, Agnes, OG. Oh, in the house. house. What's up? Karen's here. Hi, Karen. Good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. Hi, Pat. What's up? And then we have uh, that's Kate over on uh, YouTube. Yep. What's up, Kate? There is feedback over on YouTube. Uh oh. Oh man, guys, we got to figure this thing. Hey, out. Cindy has sound now. Woohoo! Maybe it's these plugged in together, huh? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'll unplug that one. We've got, how... we need to, um, I'd need to like reinstall this system and figure some stuff out. Hey, guess what? Jenny's getting inky with it over on YouTube. No, no, What's no, up, no, Jenny? No, no, Good no, to see no. you guys. Good to see y'all. Uh, Mega Coral Tree. What's up? Uh oh. Tony. Uh oh. Some... Don't Uh-oh. tell. Wait. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Kate says it's better now when I unplug that uh, that thing. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, that's good. Well, you're gonna have to re or do it with this. Let's see, let's f- cross our fingers. Yeah, hopefully, I'll be able to. We need to get headphones on. I think it's time. 
I think. Let's see here. Uh oh. There. How you doing? Hey. Can you hear us? We can hear you. Can I, you can. Hear I can hear you. I can hear you, sir. Good to see you. How are you, Tony? Uh, it's been a challenging day. I'm here with Skipper Ryan. Say hi, hey. Ryan. Hello. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? Ah, as good as we can be. You know, we, it's Oak Island Day. That's uh, that's exciting for us for us here in the states. Awesome. Yeah, can you hear anything? Deidre's uh, uh, headphones aren't uh, cooperating. <laughs> Uh, we got stuck on an old boat out there in the harbor, and we had to um, get the damn old thing towed back. It's understandable, sir. Uh, can you hear anything? Can you hear me? Hello? Deej was trying so hard to be able to hear you, Tony. I can hear you, buddy. Oh, that's that's good. That's something. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, Deej and I have been real excited to see you on uh, the the recent episodes of the Curse of Oak Island, and we just absolutely loved your uh, adventure with Maddie Blake over on the uh, Oak Island and beyond, or beyond Oak Island, that's what I meant to say. Uh, it's been fantastic. You know what, Dustin? That was a great adventure. It really was. Maddie's, um, he's really come, um, come along well with the diving, and he's so enthusiastic. He just, he really wants to get into it. I'm so excited, and, uh, we might have more things and plans, but I can't tell you anything about it. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. It's okay. it's okay. That makes it real exciting. It, it's good to tease the secret because when it uh, when it all pans out, when we get to see it uh, unfold, it makes it all worth it. So we're excited for that. Can you hear anything now, babe? Yeah, we're having technical difficulties over here, but I can hear you just fine, Tony. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, yeah, we just loved uh, everything you've been doing. It's so interesting seeing um, the uh, uh, the Oak Island Triangle and you guys having so much uh, uh, difficulties out there. Um, <laughs> why do you laugh? Well, I think we found a new triangle today, buddy. <laughs> I bet. That's awesome. No, you know what? The Oak Island Triangle is a strange place. It really is. That's where we've had um, all kinds of things go wrong. It's where electronics go wrong. We've had people's cell phones on the um, tour boat. You know, they'll switch to airplane mode or they'll start, um, like, taking photos all by themselves. And mm -hmm. um, our GPS goes nuts. Me and Ian Spooner, we had three um, depth sounders and GPS units go out at the same time. And it was repeatable. We went back and it happened again. Went back, it happened again. Same spot. And um, incredible. It, it's just the weirdest place. And obviously, the Oak Island Triangle is where I pulled that guy's um, body. Well, not he wasn't dead. Um, where I pulled that guy out the other year that had uh, um, capsized his boat. And he'd been in the water for, oh, my God, hours. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were just – we actually just briefly mentioned that uh, that episode of you having to – uh, save somebody over there. And that was, uh, he was just saying that was in the Oak Island Triangle. Uh, oh, yeah. I was asked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deidre's here now. Yes. Uh, awesome. No, that was in the Oak Island Triangle as well, mate. Smack in the middle of it. And the wow. crazy thing is we were out there doing a charter and um, we're, we're going on uh, around um, by uh, the Baldurless Beach there. And mm -hmm. um, 
one of my friends or one of the um, the uh, people on board was saying, you know, uh, what's the strange things that have happened? And I was telling them about the strange things. And then all of a sudden, a little dirt devil, sort of like a little tornado, came down off the hill and it blew one of the client's baseball caps off into the water. And there was a little chop that day, a little bit rough. So we turned the boat to get his hat. And I'm like, don't worry, we do this all the time, you know, pick up hats. And as we did that, we saw the guy's head in the water. And um, I thought we were honestly going to pull a body out until he moved his arm. And, uh, yeah, go figure. So, you, I mean, you can't make that stuff up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's scary stuff. Yeah. That's, and uh, the two of uh, the, the people on board, they thought it was all part of some show. You know, like, welcome to the Oak Island show. And I'm like, no, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That Oak Island Triangle, like, and we were talking, I mean, compared to the Bermuda Triangle, it's mm -hmm. not that big, right? No, 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 no. It's tiny, Deirdre. It really is. But, um, you know, it's got the Frog Island Shoal right in the middle of it. And if you look at Desbares uh, or Debussy's maps, you know, or charts, um, going back to the uh, 1700s, the early 1700s, that was actually dry land. So the Frog Island Shoal... Um, actually shows up as being uh, an island with, with a tree on it back in those days. Huh. Wow. That's, yeah. that's interesting. I mean, that feels like a marker and very important. Yeah. It's that, that, I mean, that whole reef system through there now, which is a reef now that was an island, um, mm -hmm. there's a channel that runs and it's about 60 feet deep. And then it obviously comes up to the Frog Island Show, which at low tide now is only seven feet deep. And I, there's so many people that talk about, you know, that the, um, the, the tide or the sea level drops a foot a century. And, you know, normally that is true, but it doesn't take into account erosion. And mm. so we have an old lobster fisherman called Garni Heisler, eh, Ryan? Yep. And Garni's been there, oh, he's been fishing for like 70 years. Yep. And... Um, he used to sit on a rock on the cliff off of Rouse Island where he grew up. And now the cliff is 200 feet further inland and his rock is 15 feet underwater. So when people say, oh, it's only a foot change in the tide per century, that's not taking into account erosion. That's a completely different ball game. Wow. And you guys get hit a lot out there by all these big storms that, uh, you know, just mix everything up and take the shorelines uh, every which way, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the great thing there, um, guys, is, is every year because of these violent storms, it turns the bottom up. So new stuff we see every year. And so uh, I don't know if um, it's been shown on the, uh, on the show yet, and I don't know if it will be. The um, me and Alex Dover magnetometer hit the other year, and again it was in the silt. We couldn't dig, mm -hmm. and when we went back this year, we actually saw what it was, and it, it was an old um, drainage pipe that maybe came off a barge um, a few mm -hmm. years or oh, God knows how long ago, and that was off um, uh, also just uh, west of the Boulderless Beach. Wow! So we actually managed to identify one of those magnetometer hits that we had the other year. Um, just by the action of the sea, of the storms over the last couple of years. I, I'm astonished. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Tony, you've always got the best stories for us, too. <laughs> <laughs> information. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm honestly, I'm so glad we managed to catch up tonight. 
Um, yeah. I, I was a, I was feeling a bit like Nigel Nomate stuck out there on the ocean. <laughs> uh, it's totally fine. You know, if it had to be rescheduled, it had to be rescheduled. You know, we we weren't able to go live last week at all. And uh, we had got a message from you saying, hey, where are you guys at? And we're like, well, you know, uh, working. <laughs> yeah, Deidre was working. But, you know, we're happy to we're just so happy that we could just have you today. Um, is there any way you could pull back the phone a little bit? Because people are in the chat are like, hey, we want to see Tony a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right now, there. Yeah, you don't there have we to. We're actually driving down the highway at the moment. Here's Ryan again. Hey. Hey. <laughs> have you worked with Ryan uh, for a while? Yep. Ryan, um, you will see him. Uh, he was on Beyond Oak Island and uh, Oak oh, yeah. Island last night. He's uh, He skippers the barge for us. He's the best skipper you could have. <laughs> I'm telling Kim. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's actually famous. They even named a burger after him at the Mug and Anchor Pub. Oh, wow. Well, look at here. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to try that one out. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, if you got any single friends coming up to Nova Scotia, <laughs> he's single as well. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Single and ready to mingle. Let's start sending <laughs> island dating service now. Let's connect. <laughs> That's perfect. I'll find you the exact match. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can give him a nickname. Maybe he's the Oak Island treasure, right? <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> maybe he's the bachelor at arms. Yeah. <laughs> he's loving it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we well, we got people in the chat saying the single, so come back and look at this afterward. But um, <laughs> We'll follow up, follow up circle back. <laughs> hey, um, I have a question, Tony. So you were looking at the ice holes. The, yep. Uh, world famous ice holes uh on last week's episode and um we saw um the metal piece that uh, you had found do you think that is what was left behind by uh dan blankenship or is that something else no i'm that's what i think dan was out there trying to mark the ice holes years ago and we're in the right area it would have been the um easterly most ice hole and it was right where me and Ian Spooner had um, marked that reef, the edge of the reef system coming off onto the sand um, a couple of years back. And so the interesting thing there is I don't know if the ice holes are caused by drainage from the island itself, or they may be natural springs. But mm-hmm. there's definitely a thermocline when you go over them. So a thermocline is a, a drop in temperature. So normally in the summer here, if we've got, say, 15 degree water, it'll drop to like 10 degrees. You know, so again, you know, it, it gives the idea that it could be a spring, but it also could be drainage from the Money Pit area. Who knows? You know, and there's so many shafts and tunnels that run under that island. It's, you know, it's, it's almost like Swiss cheese. Yeah, <laughs> I concur with that. Yeah, wow. That's uh that's something. Yeah, it was it was um, when watching it as like a just a viewer and hearing you guys talk about how the temperature changed. That mm-hmm. was uh, I don't know. It, it, it captured my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the interesting thing is that um, where uh, these the ice holes are, there's no vegetation on the bottom of. You know, so there's no kelp, there's no sea, um, no eelgrass, no uh, anything like that. So, again, um, that leads to the idea that maybe this is uh, either freshwater or brackish water. And so when we go back this year, um, I would love to actually take a water sample from that area 
and just get it analyzed and see what the composition of that is, whether it is fresh water or, or what it is. You know, all you have to do is get a sample, Rick will taste it and tell you if it's brackish. <laughs> no, it's got to be water, not Dr. Pepper, okay? <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> good call, good call. And, you know, it was really fun to see you and uh, Maddie diving together. Yep. No, it, it was a lot of fun. And honestly, um, the, uh, the the Newfoundland thing, has the Newfoundland thing played yet? Uh, yes. Down yeah. with you guys? It has. Back to back to back. It's been great. Oh, you know what? I I, I feel sorry for Maddie though. Um, he texted me the other day, or actually, no, I caught up with him. We had lunch down in Cape Cod, and he he was a little bit upset. You see, the ki- the fish the fish he kissed it, it hasn't called or texted or anything. He feels like a cheap date. <laughs> well, you're playing matchmaker, yeah, and then the fish doesn't follow through. I mean, no, just- I mean, imagine oh. that you. You kiss that cod and it doesn't even text you. Uh, doesn't call, doesn't write, you know, it's terrible. Rude. No smoke signal, signals or anything, huh? No, no, no. Unless yeah. somebody ate it, yeah. That was that was a pretty amazing scene there. And and ha- uh, what was it, the screecher? Um, having Ma- Rick oh. and Maddie uh, participate in the whole screecher ceremony. That was yep. hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's called getting screeched in. So, mm. um. Both, uh, or Maddie, Rick, and myself were all screeched in that night. And so that's the other weird thing. Yeah, we all got to kiss the same fish. Maybe she's, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she's, maybe she's talking to someone else. Maybe she's, you know, yeah, she's, she's yeah. one of those fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to watch out for her. That's so funny. I just want to speak to our chat room real quick. There's a whole bunch of people here watching us live. Um, if you have any questions, uh, throw them in the chat, and we'll try our best to ask them to Tony, okay? Just wanted to let y'all know yeah absolutely and then um i was we i talked to maddie uh just a couple days ago because we were inviting her to join us with you guys that spent so much time together and uh passed on a message which was uh, thank you for not letting him have to go sorry that i was losing you there deirdre Maddie says, thank you for not letting him have to go into the decompression chamber. <clears throat> oh, you know what? I don't think that was his main worry. If he had spent any more time flapping around on the surface, he would have been shark bait. <laughs> <laughs> I wore my shark shirt for you, Tony. It, it felt very fitting today. <laughs> well, you know what? The funny thing is, just after me and Maddie did that dive, there was actually a seal that was bitten by a shark on Oak Island. And then um, Dr. Harvey Clark from Dalhousie University, who's been with us on Oak Island before, he actually, um, he had a great white, uh, 12 foot great white buzz him three times. And in fact, the boat we um, pulled in tonight is now sitting at his dock in Halifax. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, if you just Google it, um, Chris Harvey Clark and great white, uh, he did a CBC interview on it. And um, him and a Navy diver were down in 110 feet and the great white came in, buzzed them once, came back, buzzed them three times or twice. And then when it came back the third time, they thought, oh, we better get out of Dodge here. And all I can think of is uh, Charles and his agreement with the sharks, where he stays on land and they stay on in water. And I see yep. why. That's, every time Charles comes out on the boat with me, he reminds me that. You know, he's got this deal. The sharks don't come on land and he doesn't go in the water. 
Oh, I mean, it seems like a pretty solid pact. I mean, he hasn't been bitten yet, so. No, that's well, we've got so many seals up here now, guys. So it's, um, I don't know if you know, um, if you again, if you want to Google, it's a guy called Barry Clifford. He, Mm -hmm. um, he discovered the wreck of the Witter off Cape Cod there, and it's the only pirate ship ever to be recovered. And the Witter raided 54 other ships, so it's laden with treasure. And Barry's actually got a museum down in Cape Cod, and that's where me and Maddie were the other week when I was down there. Mm-hmm. And he's an outstanding guy. Barry's a lovely guy, and that whole area is the same. It's just um, infested with sharks. But wow. it's a great story. Um, as I said, just Google it, The Wreck of the Witter. And um, it's uh, a love story. Um, Sam Bellamy, the pirate, was actually coming back to uh, rescue his uh, lady off the beach, and he wrecked within sight of the, uh, of the shore. Wow. Oh, man, there's so many stories kind of like that, minus the pirate part, but like so many shipwrecks, right, in that area. Yeah. Um, hey, no, uh, was... I... mm-hmm. go ahead. Fire away, guys. I was, I was losing you a bit there. Oh, no problem. I just have a, a question I'm going to bring on the screen here from uh, Michelle uh, Tomeyer. Uh, she says that uh, I have the show on the same time. Actually, I think the, the main part of the question is uh, the, under, the underwater archaeologist mentioned um, uh, the, what is it, the, is that the metal hits off of Lot, lot 5? Lot 5, yeah. How deep is the area that's uh, just north of Lot 5? Um, lot 5 uh, is pretty shallow. Again, um, when you come off the beach there, you come out about uh, 50 yards and she's only about 10 feet of water. And then she drops down and you, you get into the channel where she's about 30, 40 feet. Oh, very cool. Uh, Daniel uh, Spino uh, asks if Tony has ever uh, witnessed the famous uh, haunted teaser ship in Mahone Bay. The haunted teaser ship. No, well, you see, I, I have a theory there. And mm-hmm. um, I believe the more spirits you consume, the more chance you have of seeing a spirit. Wow. And so I haven't drunk enough rum while I've been on the water to see a ship full of spirits. Wow. Well, Tony, when I make it there, let's make it a goal. I, I, I'm all over that. I've got the red wine stacked away for you, Deidre. Yes. I think that Deidre will see two or three ships. Uh, lots of teasers. <laughs> let's. Let's do that. What are you drinking right now? Nick, Nick, uh, my friend Nick from uh, uh, New Jersey asked what you were drinking. Uh, I'm drinking some kind of local IPA with white peach and mango mix of sorts, whatever was in the refrigerator right. in my variety pack. Really not exciting, guys. Okay. Well, there it is. <laughs> there we answered their question. Perfect. Um, we were talking about you and I when we were watching them dive on the wreck in Newfoundland mm-hmm. and that it was so close to the shore. Yeah. Like that felt kind of odd to us, but how many shipwrecks? What was the name of the pirate? Peter Easton, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, when, yeah when you were up there uh, checking on that, and it, it, it didn't seem too far off the uh, cliffs there. How, how far away were you from? That's very common. What you've got to realize here, guys, is that because of these violent storms, in those days, you were at the mercy of the sea and the wind. So you were actually blown onto the shore and wrecked. 
So a very, very famous shipwreck. You've all heard of the uh, Titanic, obviously. obviously yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one of her sister ships, uh, she sank in April Fool's Day, 1873. And I talk about her a lot because I absolutely love the wreck. And it's a great story. Just Google her. It's the wreck of the SS Atlantic. So same as the Atlantic Ocean, the Atlantic. And she, was, um, she ran up on the uh, rocks just outside of Terence Bay here. And she lies in eight feet of water going down to 80 feet. So literally, she is on the shore. So is it um, uncommon to find ships on the um, uh, ships wrecked on shore? No, not at all. Same as the Titanic, right? Yeah, and that's dead right, Ryan. She's White Star, same as the Titanic. So all up the coastline here, from um, all through Nova Scotia, all the way up to Newfoundland, it's it's just, especially Newfoundland, you can't spit in the ocean and not have a shipwreck. <laughs> wow, that's a lot that, then. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot. so I'm, I'm a little more familiar with like the, uh, um, the other sister ship, the uh, Lusitania. Is that what it's called? No, it, pretty much if you, if you can think of anything beginning or ending in ick, that's a white star ship. So you've got the Atlantic, the Titanic, the Baltic, the Celtic, uh, yeah. the Republic, uh, Britannic. So again, just um, just Google them. There's a there's a whole bunch of them. Oceanic, and uh, so white um, the Atlantic is so special because she was the last of the sailing ships and the first of the steamships. So she was fully rigged with sail, but she had steam as well. And that's what she was doing here. They thought she was running low on coal, so they tried to pull into Halifax to get more coal. But the only person that had ever been to Halifax was the mate. So at three in the morning, she steamed up on the rocks. It's her 150th anniversary next year. Wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. Um, our friend Mary McMahon has a question for you, Tony. Um, if it's not already been, it's probably already been asked to you many times, but uh, and she recognizes that. But um, when and where did you develop your love for the sea? Oh, my goodness. Um, I was a young boy and my mother bought me a book. I was six years old and it's called Treasures Beneath the Sea. And in that book was a line in all the banks and all the vaults in all the world. There's not as much gold, jewels and treasures on the bottom of the ocean. From the age of six, I was going to be a diver and a treasure hunter. And here I am. <laughs> you knew exactly what your calling was. <laughs> yeah, well, I've done a lot of other things in my life. You know, I've military, police, fire, paramedicine. You know, 40, 41 years I've been diving and, and in and out of different, um, you know, services. And the diving is the most constant thing in my life. As soon as I jump in the ocean, it's, I become one with the water and you can feel it taking you and moving you back and forth. It's just so peaceful. In fact, Ryan here, he was, um, how long have you been on the ocean, buddy? Like 30 well, years? All my life, I'm 40, and uh, it was only last year when I started diving, and it's like I should have been doing it 30 years ago. It's just absolutely wow. amazing. Well, well now yeah. I need to learn. So uh, how long is this, like, I feel like this is like a boot camp here. Like, how long would it take to learn brand new and Okay, so for somebody that's never dove before to yeah. come up and um, and do their dive course, it'll take four days of your life. So um, that's if you do it like two, four full days. So two days class and pool, two days in the ocean. Is that even for somebody that's not very good at swimming? Yep, 
No, the, the funny thing there, that's a very, very good question, Dustin. Um, I've actually taught paraplegics how to dive. So that's, that's amazing. You, you don't have to be a phenomenal swimmer to learn how to dive. In fact, if you, again, sorry, I'm telling you to Google a lot of stuff. Um, if you just Google, um, uh, there's a girl, I think, down in the... Um, uh, down in the Caribbean there, I can't remember, she did an awesome uh, uh, video the other year. She's actually scuba diving in her wheelchair and she's, um, she's got thrusters on her, thrusters and veins on her wheelchair. And she looks like a mermaid. She's got long flowing hair. It's an, it's an amazing video. I want that. thrusters, <laughs> like, okay, four days and then thrusters. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, teacher says that when I swim, I look like a, what are, some kind of polar bear. A polar bear drowns in water. Yeah. There's just the whole water out of the pool. Hey, I can see a boat, though. That's I can move around. True. So it's yeah. Well, if you look like a seal, you can dive with me anytime. Because uh, I'll just I'll just call you shark bait, and I'll go on the other side. Thank you. <laughs> that would be fun. I would, um, I'd be down. So rumor has it you're uh, pretty busy right now and uh tourism is starting to pick up tourism is starting to pick up um so we've got cruise ships coming back this year um the charters for this year are filling up quickly and um i think part of that is because as of, as of now there's still no walking tours on the island so um there will be an update again i believe in may but uh as of as of now they're they're not so people still want to get close to the Oak Island action and see the island and, and get up close and personal. So on my boats, obviously, we go right into Smith's Cove, right onto the South Shore side, up where uh, the beach area under the McGinnis property is. So it's, and obviously Lot 5, we get right in close to that. So I think a lot of people have been posting um, uh, videos actually on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff from my boat when they were actually out and i got very lucky last year yo the guys charles will come down and wave and chat so will gary and jack waded into the ocean last year and came out on the boat twice as well marty's even swam out to the boat and got on board what a good sport yeah great guys man it's the you know the, the team is an awesome team we all have fun yeah and and ryan loves uh, oak island as well oh yeah and so I think it's all about the food, isn't it, buddy? The food is phenomenal. Yeah. Lunchtimes, I can't wait for lunchtimes to happen. Yeah, the food is great. So Mary does, all, Mary does all the food for us on the island. She's amazing. And so she's got a touch of Heather. That's her little restaurant in um, Lunenburg. And yeah, yeah. so I think you've probably seen Laird and myself and Scott and John. Um, we all go down there and sort of uh, support Mary as well. That's great. Yeah, um, I, uh, oh gosh, what say? Oh, no, I was just going to say that is life, though. Oh. It's about the food. So yeah, no, we, we, they, there was an episode, one of the Maddie's uh, specials was a behind the scenes special, and he showed like uh, the, the lunch area and the food they were getting, and I, I was pretty impressed. I mean, right? that, that looked like really good stuff. It looked really oh, good. Phenomenal food. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I think we probably put on about five pounds each over summer, oh, yeah. don't we? Yeah. <laughs> that's great i'm always petitioning to scott that he should hire me because i wanted to test the food out you know now i just gotta find a way to be useful Jeez. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I, I can't say enough about the food. It's, it's, it really is great. Yeah. I mean, everybody now, is so, you know, the whole team is fantastic. You know, from, you know, literally from the people that uh, come on the island and help, the volunteers, you know, that, uh, that come with um, Ian Spooner from Acadia. Everybody mm-hmm. has a great time. They really do. That's great to hear. Deidre wants to be one of those volunteers over on a wash table. I'll do whatever. <laughs> I'm always volunteering, right? <laughs> so, me and everybody else. Our friend and yours, Susan, she says that she's going to be in your area in August, so I bet you she'll be taking a ride for you. Fantastic. Susan Otterson. Um, Cindy says Scott out loud. Is Scott here in the chat? Where's it? Scott? Is Scott Barlow here? Hearts for Scott. He might be. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just uh, thinking about um, what you've you've had to have experienced uh, just in the not just in the area of Oak Island, but all the underwater stuff you've done in your career, Tony. It's uh, it's just impressive. Like um, I can't help but be impressed by all of the divers we see, and um, you know, like we had Ch- John Chatterton, mm-hmm. um, and a few episodes of Beyond Oak Island, like from last season. Um, I remember specifically, um, oh, goodness, what's, uh, I know his name is escaping me. Oh! Um, the Hendricks Lake. Um, yeah, anyway, like, I think that's where. Christian uh, Roper. Christian Roper, thank you. And um, I don't remember who his dive trainer was. I think it's his dad, but they were showing, like, a dive school there. And I think maybe Maddie was thinking when he was there at the time like oh i need to get into this because he wasn't a diver yet now he's uh diving with the best of them yep well see he went back to he went back and got his cert and then uh we actually did his first cold water dives here eh, ryan yeah yeah so that that wasn't shown on tv at all um so it was just you know basically for shits and giggles you know, Maddie's like, let's go out there and um, let's do it. And so it was Ryan, um, Maggie, myself, uh, Jamie, I think. Yep. Yep. And we all went out. And, uh, it was a beautiful Sunday morning, I remember. Yep. Beautiful Sunday morning. Took Maddie out for a dive, had a couple of beers. And then I think we uh, we had a scallop feed, didn't we? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like to think maybe we had an influence on that when we talked to Maddie Blake at the end of the season before we're like, hey, if you learn to dive, you could go out with Tony and do something exciting. And now he's like very giddy and excited and happy to go out there with you. It's it really is fantastic. And as I said before, Deirdre, I'm, I'm just so excited about uh, some of the things we've got coming down the pipeline now. It's it, it really is phenomenal. Like some a, a couple of the things that uh, geez i can't keep my mouth shut can i uh, <laughs> it's okay Tony. you haven't been drinking so oh, yeah it's they're like um they're like childhood goals for me so yeah i've got my little thing on the board that i can tick off two especially but that's as far as i go okay <laughs> ah, okay now if you just like walk by the board you know and we have to <laughs> It. That's all I'm saying. Um, but we also know uh, Lisa Moore is joining you this summer, right? Yep, Lisa's joining me. Um, she's going to be on the boat, and so uh, if um, if I'm filming or if I'm doing something else uh, away on another project, um, Lisa's actually going to be on the boats, and she's going to be uh, delivering tours from the boats. And so uh, she's obviously not a skipper, so we will have another skipper driving her around. 
and um, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, Lisa's absolutely lovely, lovely to be, love it a bit. Yeah, um, we've never been to Oak Island, so we've never got to experience it one of the tours, but we understand she's one of the best, mm -hmm. and you know, she's, uh, it's like her and Charles that do the main yep. tours. Um, yep, so Charles and Lisa do the land tours, and um, so with me and um, I was one of my other skippers, Ken, um, Ken's the ROV guy on the island, so we used him, uh, we, well, we used Ken a lot, so ROVs down um, uh, the uh, caissons, and we've also used uh, ROV last year. You would have seen um, when we were filming with Dr. Spence and also with Maddie. Mm -hmm. And um, we actually did a documentary um, on great white sharks and we used Ken as uh, ROV for that as well. Oh, and oh, Newfoundland, you saw him in Newfoundland as well. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, so, Buzz. Yeah, so he's one of my skippers, yeah. And uh, so he's, he's Buzz's dad. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. He created Buzz. He's like, he's one of these propeller head geniuses. Like, you know, I sit down next to Ken and, um, you know, everything, everything Ken is, is, is just like his brain oozes out of his ears. He is so smart. So he's a guy you want to be in the room because I was, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. So if he's going to ooze intelligence, I want to stand by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Ryan will vouch for that, eh, Ryan? He is just so smart. That's great. And, hey, and just a hell of a nice guy. Good to hear. That's great. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Lee Spence. Like, how yes. was it uh, diving with him? He's a he's a, like a literal legend. Yeah. You know what? Um, well, uh, one of my buddies you know, said when Lee got on the boat, he's like, geez, he dives? He looks a bit old. And I'm like, don't let looks deceive you because when you, that's the thing. Um, I had a friend of mine, she was still diving at 87. So, you know, you might have problems moving around on land, but once you get in the water, it's like being in space, you know, so you're weightless and, and you, you have that beautiful ability just to, to go with the flow, literally. And so, um, yeah, Lee underwater is, is beautiful to watch. He's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Tony, would you ever go to space? Um, yeah, I, I would. I would definitely go to space. It's, um, <laughs> it's maybe he already has. It's on his board, and that's one of the things he checked on. <laughs> no, I haven't been to space yet. I, I, I think it's the the price tag sort of puts me off. And uh, <laughs> you, uh, can buy, you can buy a lot of boats and beer for that price. <laughs> Uh, it's coming down, and, and I bet you in ten years we'll be able to go to space if we want to. Yeah. Well, you know what? Ocean is inner space. Yeah, it's more. It's some places. It seems to be even more mysterious than space. Well, there's parts of the planet that we haven't um, that we haven't uh, exper uh, experienced yet, and um, I believe my wife or my daughter in the next couple of days will post on my Facebook uh, when we're in Cape Cod. We had the the great privilege uh, privilege of hooking up with um, uh, Paul Matthias from the Woods Hole Institute, and um, we went out and uh, me and my wife and my daughter we got a, a tour of uh, the submersible Al Alvin, and uh, there's only six uh, submersibles that are rated to go down to to the depth that she can. So she's she's pushing uh, around twenty thousand feet. 
So would you would you um, would you go into one of those and go that deep if you had the chance? In a heartbeat. <laughs> so like you would you'd be so happy to go down to and see the actual wreck of the Titanic or something to that effect. Well, Paul's actually done that. Paul has mm. actually been in one of those submersibles and gone down to the Titanic. That takes some real courage. That's I mean, cool. that's like a, it's a uh, you know, it, it takes just as much courage to do that as it does to go to space because you're in a pressurized tin can, right? <laughs> yeah, and Paul was telling me um, he was down with the French team, so a French skipper and a, a French co-pilot, and uh, they were screwing with him. So he was down there. And he was so intent on working the ROV, and they were dripping water on him, like the uh, the submersible was leaking. But um, Paul's another one. He's another super smart guy, and he like I knew I knew they were just screwing with me because if if that was actually happening, the whole thing would just implode. Yeah. So really, you know, they're hazing him a little bit. I'm I'm a little curious, you know, how much uh, ribbing you gave Maddie on his initial uh, dive out there. Oh. We, we weren't too hard on him, were we, buddy? We were, <laughs> no, no, we were pretty good. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. He can take a joke, though. Matty can take a joke. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask you, there's been a, a big shipwreck discovery uh, oh. in Antarctica, the Endurance. Shack yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you got to say about that? That that was pretty amazing. He doesn't like the cold. But. Yeah, <laughs> abs- absolutely phenomenal. And again, what you're looking at there is the cold water and the great depth that she's at. So you haven't had any um, your organisms eating away at the timbers. So that's why it's in such pristine condition. I mean, those images that came back were absolutely phenomenal. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. It's 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 just like, it's so shocking and mind blowing that the ship looks so, so good. Mm-hmm. Like for someone that's not like, you know, in the world of, uh, diving or you know, um, looking at many shipwrecks. I mean, it just looks so phenomenal. I mean, like you said, there's no other word for it. Yeah, and and that's the thing: the depth and the cold water. That you know, that'll do that for you. You know, the deeper you are, sort of the the less uh, damage you're going to have on the wreck site by the violent storms and that every year. Where with the North Atlantic coast around Nova Scotia here, it's the other way. You know. We literally off the coast here of Sable Island, you know, we have hundred foot waves, you know, where the oil rigs have to disconnect from their wellheads because the waves are so high during the hurricanes. And you've got to remember, um, you there was a movie a couple of years ago, uh, The Perfect Storm. Did you guys see that? I haven't seen it. Have you? No, I haven't seen that. I know of it. No, get it out or view it. Um, the Perfect Storm. And it's about a fishing boat that went out of Gloucester there uh, called the Andrea Gale, and she wrecked off Sable Island there. And again, the the, um, the waves were around 100 foot high off Flemish Cap and Sable Island. And they call Sable Island the graveyard of the Atlantic. It's just a moving sandbar. And the, well, nobody knows how many wrecks there are out there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's really all I can say. Yeah, that's something. It's, it's just... Um, like just to imagine, it's just like um, it's, it, it makes you speechless. Just trying to uh, envision how many wrecks there are, because you know, like you said, you spit, you hit a shipwreck. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, we'll have to check out that movie though. Yeah, fun. definitely. Uh, I think that's Mark Wahlberg, maybe. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great story. Um, uh, I think it might be George Clooney in it as well. Yeah, that's what Cindy, uh, our friend uh, Cindy uh, Bussy in the chat says. Yeah, no, you got to you got to watch it. Great story, really yeah. is, and it's a true story. Um, I think it was it wasn't Sebastian Younger that wrote it, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, well, we'll we'll look into it. I bet it's on Netflix or something. Um, very cool, very cool. Well, we're getting close to where we need to let people go and get their snacks before the show starts. So I'll just I'll kind of. Pass it over to you and uh, Ryan, and you guys got any final words to share with us? Um, well, enjoy the show tonight. I don't actually know uh, what's on the show tonight. Um, do you, Ryan? No. I, no, I we got no idea what's on tonight. You guys got any idea? <laughs> uh, uh, what was in the preview, babe? A, it's called Lots of Vines. So something about lots. And then I saw Steve saying there was a depression in the ground, and there was some hammer grabbing. And a big piece of metal coming out. Yeah. Someone yeah. asked if it was the shield. That's what oh. I know. Okay. Yeah, so, doing work <clears throat> in the money, of course. So there was no image of us pulling thousands of gold coins off the bottom of the ocean? I think that's the next episode. <laughs> that's got to be next. That was <laughs> <laughs> the finale. So. Hey, um, Tony, uh, before we do go, I can you um, give a, a birthday shout out to our friend Susan uh, Kordstad? Because it was her birthday a couple days ago. And Deidre and I missed it initially, but um, yeah, and and our friend Linda uh, Laud, her birthday is today. So Linda okay. and Susan. Okay, wishing Linda and Susan a very happy birthday from um, myself, Tony Sampson, and from Skipper Ryan here. Happy birthday. Yay. Wonderful. Thank you. That I think that's an excellent way to end our pregame. Yes, yes. So, um, Tony. Ryan, thank you guys so much for just uh, devoting a little bit of your time to us. Uh, we always love to hear from you, Tony, and uh, it was really nice to meet you, Ryan. And we hopefully just, again soon. Yeah, and we yeah, wish nice you guys to meet the you best. guys too. I was glad I was happened to be in the right place at the right time today. Right, right. <laughs> happened to be in the car at the right time. Yeah, yeah. and we I think we would much rather have been sitting at the pub having a beer doing this. Um, yeah. But we're just happy to have our sorry asses off the ocean tonight. <laughs> well, someday it will be in person, Tony, and we can all just hang out together at uh, Mug and Anchor or whatever your other favorite haunts. And um, and drink enough to see the teaser. There you go. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm putting that on my list so okay. that I can check it off. And then you should add it to yours. It'll be a good time had by all. Okay, amazing. I'll, I'll say amen to that there, Deirdre. And even if I've got to buy a little model sailing ship, in fact, Ryan might be able to help me there. He's got some model ships. And we can tip rum over it, tip rum all over you and in you, and then we'll set the thing on fire. How's that sound? Yes! That's fire! <laughs> I can't wait. All right, guys. All right, well, well, drive home safe, and thank you for joining us. Yeah. No worries. Thank you and enjoy the show tonight. And um, thank you for everybody for watching and supporting us. It's it's without you guys, there, there wouldn't be a show. Thanks again. Cheers, guys. All right. Well, much love to you guys. And thank you so much. And we will see everybody next week. Right. 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 Until then. Okay. Ciao, Bella. Bye. <laughs>